Are you tired of watching the same old awesome movies? Are B-movies more your style? Then the folks over at They Call This A Movie have you covered. Join us every Thursday as we review the worst of the worst in sci-fi, action, comedy, and more. We are available on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and Podbean at theycallthisamovie.podbean.com. They Call This A Movie, testing the strength of friendships, one terrible movie at a time. Why are we out here tonight, Flipper? All right, you got to promise me that you're not going to tell anyone. I lift the seal. Come on, what happened? All right. But you got to swear. I mean, this is like swear on a stack of Bibles, swear on like a zillion rosary beads. I, I swear on my great-grandmother, OK? We swear, we swear what? I, I cheated on Drew. I'm saying somebody. You two-timer? Who are you saying? Oh. I thought you were going to drop a bomb. I. And what is he, like blonde, blue-eyed surfer type? Hey, dude. Right? <laughs> She's white. White! Man, you... Hey, well, he's black. If your father ever found out, I don't know. She's Italian. H-bomb. From Vincenthurst. Nuclear megaton bomb. Hey, look, this is the 90s. There's nothing wrong with it, you know? The both of you's got jungle fever. The both of you. Pull a car over, pal. I mean, I, I don't want any trouble, you know? I promise. Just pull it over. From director Spike Lee. Welcome to the Taj Mahal. Eighth wonder of the world. Yeah, the mama wants to know where the TV is. It's right here. Me and Bill smoking the color TV. Jungle Fever. Wesley Snipes. Annabella Shiora. Spike Lee. Ossie Davis. Ruby D. Samuel L. Jackson. Lynette McKee. John Turturro, Frank Vincent, and Anthony Quinn. We got a big problem. You and her. Original songs by Stevie Wonder. Yeah, we're back in the mix. Uh, this is Rob Lee. I'm here with uh, the the lovely and talented uh, Greg. What? Just, Thank just you. Greg. That was that was nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to be um, a nicer individual since people don't want to work with me, Greg. Really? So I have to be nicer. Don't you have, like, how many episodes of... Oh, Truth in This Art. That's the wildly successful show about artists <laughs> in and around Baltimore. <laughs> you know, artists, entrepreneurs. Have a listen. Yeah. It's available on all platforms. <laughs> this video is sponsored by... <laughs> <laughs> Stop. But I, I, I'll say, um, and this is uh, Let's Watch It Again. Uh, so, so today... Um, we're going to do the wild thing. You know, I'm curious about white women. You was curious about black men. We're going to watch Jungle Fever. <laughs> stop. <laughs> Fucking stop it. <laughs> uh, so, I've never seen this movie up until this week. I was going to bring the context up. And um, I was challenged. My inner blackness was challenged by multiple. You know, it goes back even further than that. So... I uh, I don't. How long did you? How long have you known that I've not seen this movie? So, um, 
it was your episode with the girl face watching She's Gotta Have It. So I'll go further back. Okay. When um, the girl face and I went to Rhode Island for a wedding, mm-hmm. that was our last trip. So this is like 2019. Okay. We some For some reason, the Stevie Wonder song, Jungle Fever, came on. She's like, this was a bad soundtrack. I was like, I thought Stevie Wonder was great. She's like, bad soundtrack and eh, not Spike's best work. And, and that's we agree. First of all, and, and the, we agree because oh my god. Okay, question. Before we get into, it, I want to talk about that. I want to talk about. Do you want to talk, just talk about the music? Or do you want to do this a separate segment? Okay, so I, I had two questions, but I want to answer your question about Stevie. We got so we got a segment for questions. Okay, because I, I got a lot. I have. Uh, oh. All right. Let, let's get into. Let's do it like we're doing it normally. Because okay. I have some excitement. Because usually when movies aren't particularly good, I have mm. a lot more notes. Okay. I'll put it this way. I didn't have a lot of notes for Drive. <laughs> Drive <laughs> didn't was, talk. <laughs> yeah, but fucking Brian Brian Cranston's talking more than anyone else in the goddamn movie. Touche. All right. So I'm gonna read the synopsis. Give you um, read the synopsis. I'll give you the the main players in it, budget okay. stuff, and um, then I'll, then we'll start hitting questions. Okay. And actually, I have um. Okay, yeah, we'll do that. And I want you to tell me whether or not this is a good synopsis. This is accurately defined and to describe this movie. Whew, you got a lot of plots. All right. This is. I think this sum, summarizes it. Okay. A married black lawyer named Flipper, played by Wesley Snipes, begins an affair with Angie Annabella Chiora, a white sec, his white secretary. Mm-hmm. When the news is leaked through an acquaintance, Flipper's wife Lynette McKee kicks him out of the house. Flipper decides to begin courting his mistress, only to be greeted by the disapproval from disapproval from friends, family, and even strangers. The relationship continues to be strained in a society not ready to accept it. And people are hurt during its inception. Jungle Fever. So this movie was a 1991 release. Yep. It had a budget of $14 million. How much did it make? 27. 43. Get the fuck. Wow. Okay. So it made three times, more than three times. You know what's funny? They always said black movies are always profitable. Spike was selling socks. Uh, the movie stars uh, Wesley Snipes. Well, actually, let's step back. Okay. Was that accurate for the, the movie? Let's, let's ignore bleep B plots. Okay. For the most part, yes. Yeah, right. That's good. Because there's a lot of other shit happening in it. There is way too much. And it's over a two-hour movie. Uh, Wesley Snipes plays Flipper Purify. I don't even... Flipper Purify. Uh, Annabella Ciora plays Angie Tushi. You know who almost got that role? We'll talk about that. Okay. Spike Lee plays Cyrus. He's barely in the movie. Yeah. Uh, Ozzy Davis is the good Reverend Dr. Pur- Purify. Ruby D is Lucinda Purify. And Samuel L. Jackson is Gator Purify. It's going to pick up. Okay. It's going to pick up on the mic. Uh, now, I got two questions to start off before we get into other questions. Okay. Question number one. Where does this rank for you within Spike Lee movies? You know that was the question I was going to ask you. You could frame it like this. Okay. You could go era or you could go overall. Because it's a 90s time where he had his his hits were in the 90s. Okay, so. Where does it rank for you? I will go overall. Um, Let's see. Because my top five Spike movies is what? Malcolm X, Do the Right Thing. 25th hour? I put in there? 
Really? Yeah. Inside Man is there. Where's she's got to have it for you? Ooh, you don't want to know that answer. Oh, really? You're not, big, you're not a fan. And my fifth one is. I can't say the Five Bloods, can I? Okay, you can. That's too newish. But it's a, it's his movie. We're talking yeah, about his catalog. Oh, yeah, yeah. Those are my f- top five from him. Okay. Um, she's got to have it in like the top ten. <sighs> You're gonna get mad. Jungle no. Fever's in my bottom fifteen. Where's Mo Better Blues? Mo Better Blues is right below. She's got to have it. So okay, that's fair. She's got to have is like seven. That's fair. Mo Better Blues is like eight or what's, nine. What's six and what's six, nine, and ten? Because you might as well give me a full ten. Six is Black Klansman. That's fair. <laughs> Nine, School Days. Never seen it. You have seen School Days. I seen 30 minutes of it and I tapped out. And this is the third time I didn't get past the 30 minute mark. Good Lord. Yeah. Uh, what was 10? Um, Hot Take Light Skin. This is going to be bad. Do documentaries count? Yeah. This is Hurricane Katrina one. Kobe Doran work is my number 10. Fair enough. You know what? I would have put uh, what's his name, the Huey P. Newton uh, one man show. That yeah. would have been ten too, but that's like a toss up. Yeah, that's, that's fair. Yeah. Crooklyn is in there as well somewhere. Shit, I forgot about Crooklyn. Yeah, that's not good. Yeah, Crooklyn is a is a good movie. I might get my black card taken for yeah, the twenty fifth hour. And I mean, <laughs> you, you Delroy, and, and that's in your five, by the way. I know Delroy Lindo is in there. Oh, oh man. man. You know what? Five He's bloods huffing. might five bloods might actually go above twenty fifth hour tomorrow. I'm thinking about five it. bloods is good. I know that's what I'm saying. It might go above it. You can play way too sexy to like Delroy Lindo walking in the club. I have that in my five. <laughs> by the way. As you should, as yes. you should. Um, all right, second question I have. I, I'm not going to give you my ranking. <sighs> that's not fair. I'll give you my top three. Okay. Number one is do the right thing. Okay. Um. Number two is probably Malcolm X, okay. though I've not seen it in one sitting. I've seen it over multiple sittings. It's a long movie. Yes. And number three, that's going to be tough. It might be Inside Man. I really like that. And I saw Inside it recently. Man was amazing. And it was it was a different movie. For him, absolutely. It's So then the question turns into, right, is it a movie that he directed or is it a Spike Lee joint? It's almost like the Kevin Smith thing. Like, you yeah. have the viewer skew stuff, mm-hmm. and you have these other things that he did. Well, the Spike Lee joints, you got to really put into its own little universe. But that's, but that's yeah. what I'm doing. Yeah. So, because I do have a question about that later. Okay. All right. Now, in this movie, when I named the major, major players, mm-hmm. there are other people who are in this movie who aren't major players. Who is your favorite? I, I'll call it a cameo. I don't think they had a big enough role to be... They may have been credited in the intro, but I'm going to give you my options, who I think is available in this list. Okay. You tell me who's your favorite in this group. I already have it, but go ahead. Holly Berry. Mm-hmm. Queen Latifah. Okay. Tim Robbins. Mm-hmm. You almost forget Tim Robbins in this fucking movie, by the way. He's blinking. You miss it. He's in it for three scenes, though. Yeah. He's in it longer than Queen Latifah. Queen Latifah had my favorite part. Um, or Brad Dorff, who is Chucky, by the way. Yes. I will take Queen Latifah. You would. Because that was my fa- one of my favorite Who are you calling scenes? a bitch? <laughs> you bring it. It was over the top. It was. It was. There was so much over the top bullshit in this movie. You know who I'm shocked you didn't say? What was her name? Debbie. Um, Debbie Mazar? Yeah. Yeah, fuck her. You didn't like her? Eh. I like the little role she had. I mean, you can say any Italian person, but I want kind of mostly black and threw in a couple white guys. Fair enough. Because you, Michael Imperioli was in it, and yeah. Tutor- both Totoros, actually. Mm-hmm. It's funny how 
Nicholas Totoro, this is an observation on there. I'll throw one in for you already. Is the darkest Italian in there, and he's the most racist. And then he races in almost everything he does over the long shot. It, it, but then he was like homophobic. Yeah. Like self hating homophobic. <laughs> cool, happy. <laughs> wasn't he a cop? No, no. He, he wasn't racist in like WrestleMania. <laughs> yeah. He was Brucey. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> fucking, ter- ter- fucking Tracy Morgan. Oh my goodness. Um, I'm gonna go with Holly Berry. That's a good one too. Because she's ridiculous in the movie. Yes. And and so, do you want to know an interesting thing about Queen Latifah and Holly Berry? These were both of their film debuts. I know. Yeah. All right. And Holly Berry said, "I am not fighting for this role. You're giving it to me." She was like, "Look, motherfucker." Yep. <laughs> <laughs> we we got to we'll talk about Gator in okay. a second. Um, the film garnered mostly uh, positive reviews from critics, with particular praise to Samuel L. Jackson's performance as the crack addict uh, Gator, uh, which is often considered his breakout role. Mm-hmm. On Rotten Tomatoes, the film is approved has an approval rating 81 percent based on 48 critics. The site's consensus states. Jungle Fever finds Spike Lee tackling timely socio-political themes in um, typically in his particularly provocative way, even if the result is sometimes amb- sometimes ambitious to a fault. That's that is fine. Yeah. On Metacritic, the film has a score of seventy-eight and, and generally favorable reviews. Um, Roger Ebert of the uh, Chicago Sun Times gave That's it a R.I.P. Missing his no, mandible. Uh, gave it a three point five out of four. And wrote, Jungle Fever contains two sequences, uh, Girl Talk one, which is fire, Mm -hmm. and the Crack House one, which is also fire, uh, of amazing power. It contains humor and insight and uh, canny psychology, strong performances, and a fearless discussion about both things of race, um, discussing things both races would rather not face. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was released June 7th, 1991, and do you want to know what movies it was up against? Please tell me. Uh, City Slickers and Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead. Fucking two cities. very white movies. Fucking City Slickers. Um, and the two key themes in this movie are racism and drug drug abuse. You know what's funny? Sam Jackson should have got nominated for that Oscar that year. <coughs> His career would probably be a little different. May not have been in Pulp Fiction as a result. I can see that. Yeah. He would have been outpriced for Quinn. Yeah. yeah. And we wouldn't have the... Because Gator is great. Jules, Jules or Gator, which one are you going with as far as his seminal performance? This is going to be a hot take. I love uh, Gator too much. Gator is great. He yeah. wasn't acting, though. No, he, well, well, you want to get into that? He wasn't acting. <laughs> was I, I know what, what happened. Okay, he wasn't I was acting, saying, I was going to say, you want to get into that? <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't acting. Um, Samuel L. Jackson had undergone, so you want to hit a trivia? <laughs> um. So Samuel Jackson had undergone uh, treatment for drug addiction, and he only had two weeks uh, from discharge from rehab when he started filming. So he's gone on record as saying that Gator's uh, ravaged look was not makeup, and it actually resulted of his own detoxification. That is crazy. <laughs> so, that is crazy. <laughs> I was I was listening to Double Toasted about this, right? Mm-hmm. And they were like, "Yo, Sam Jackson." <laughs> From fucking, what is it? Uh, from fucking uh, Jungle Fever. Mm-hmm. And it was one other movie. It's like, just imagine him just being at your bed in the middle of the night. How, how fucked up are you? Like, oh shit. It had to be coming to America. It was coming to America. Yeah, because he, he he didn't look the best in coming to America. But also, wasn't he in Do the Right Thing? I mean, not, not Do the Right Thing. Fucking, uh, he wasn't Do the Right Thing. He was mm-hmm. fucking Senior Love Daddy. Yeah. But also, uh, um, School Days. Mm-hmm. They're all the same guy. Yeah, he, he's the, yeah, he's the radio guy in that too. No, he's one of the. He was the dude at the burger spot. I thought. 
you young motherfuckers in here. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he's it's the he's the same dude. Mm-hmm. And, and and it's funny because people don't recognize that you like. I think going back to the question about um, Gator or Jules, I think people think that Sam Jackson's career started with Jules, yeah. which is not accurate. Accurate. At and all. No. I thought that for a little bit, and I was like, no, Sam Jackson's been a bunch of shit before that, mm-hmm. and but not not to the same degree. Yeah. And it kind of definitely explains their uh, the connection between Spike and, and him. They're Morehouse men. Mm-hmm. So Holly Berry refused to bathe for two weeks in preparation for the role. Yep. Sounds about right. Do, 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 you, want me to, do you want me to ask you the question now? Or Sam should I, Ashton Clutcher. Should I, should I wait? Go ahead, ask me. Do you want to smell her feet after those two weeks? Yeah. See, the fact that you waited says a lot. Nah. Okay. Okay. Actually, wait. Maybe you're a gross nigga. <laughs> you're a dirty. You're a dirty dude. Uh, so, according to Bill Lee, this mm-hmm. is messy. Oh, you're going into that one. Uh, Spike Spike Lee's father. The film was a result of Spike's mm-hmm. anger at Bill for marrying a white woman shortly after Spike's mom died. Mm-hmm. Messy. Yep. Um, John T- um, John Turturro wrote many of his own lines, which um, Spike incorporated into the script. Uh, Holly Berry's um, debut, um, Queen Latifah's debut. Denzel Washington was considered to play Flipper. That wouldn't have worked. It wouldn't have worked. Say more. I think one... Remember, this was sexy Denzel in the 90s. I know. One, Jungle Fever had a little bit of too much of a ridiculousness to it. That it was trying to play itself too seriously. This Denzel, this is, he's the muse. I know. He's Spike's guy. Yeah. I like Wesley for it. I think Wesley. Uh, this was three months after ding, New ding, Jack ding, City, ding, right? Ding, 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 ding. Yes. So, <laughs> yes, yeah, this was three we th- three months after New Jack. This was after New Jack City. So Wesley needed something to mm-hmm. at least show some kind of a good face, even though this topic was kind of. I get you. Dicey. <laughs> During the scuffle in Paulie's um, John Totoro store, a man can be seen reading a newspaper that with the front headline that reads, Doing the Right Thing, a reference to Do the Right Thing mm-hmm. from 1989, which was directed and written by Spike Lee. This film features four Oscar winners and then four Oscar nominees. Can you name the four winners? The four winners are Denzel Washington, Holly Berry. Run that back. The four? Run what you said back. Denzel Washington. Why is that wrong? I, oh, Oscar? Is he in the movie? Oh. Woo-hoo. Would you just want on this? I don't know if Denzel would you're really right, fit in right. it. right. I'm sorry. <laughs> we were just talking about Denzel. That and shit is great. <laughs> you're like, yeah, you know what? I'm recasting this. Fuck it. <laughs> so, so, so run it back. Holly um, Berry. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ozzy Davis and Ruby D never won an Oscar. No. Were they nominated? Mm, one was. Gotta be Ruby D. Yes. Okay. Um, We're talking winners, though. Two two people are white, and it doesn't necessarily mean actors, by the way. Ooh. Well, so I'm gonna give you them: uh, Tim Robbins, Anthony Quinn. I, we just talked about Tim Robbins and Spike Lee, because remember he just won. Yeah. Okay. And the nominees. I know Ruby D is one. Sam Jackson, Brad Dorf, and Queen Latifah. What did Brad Dorf get nominated for? I don't fucking know. 
Chucky? Chucky Chucky does Broadway? I don't fucking know. <laughs> la la la. Stab, stab, stab. <laughs> Fuck. Um, Marissa Tomei turned on a role of Angie uh, because she was filming My Cousin Vinny. She would have been perfect for it. Da, da, da. In my opinion, she would have been perfect for it. Da, da, da. Let's see. What else we have in here? Um, so that's that. Um, Rick Aiello and Miguel Sandoval rep- reprised, their, reprised their role as officers Long and, and, and Ponte from Do the Right Thing, respectively, appearing in the scene where they pull up and interrogate Flipper. That That's the same universe, right? Yes, Can we just say is. it's the same universe? All, yep. So Do the Right Thing, she's got to have it. She's got to have it. TV shows in the universe now. Um, what's the other one? School Days is in the universe? Maybe, and that's why I was that's saying. With, in, and that's why I was saying yeah. with the do the right thing. I think it's the do the right. I mean, sorry, the the mm-hmm. uh, Spike Lee Joiniverse, if you will. Wasn't there a rumor that Malcolm X was in that universe? That would be before everything, wouldn't it? Yeah, that that would probably be concurrent to when uh uh um when they got to the school part where we're like mm-hmm. I am Malcolm X. Who was um what what was his name? Uh, Denzel Washington's name in uh, Mo Better Blues. Damn it! And we just did that because they got weird names. Well, his character that would be set concurrently because it's yeah. set like in the like the fucking sixties or something. Yeah. Shout out the Shadow, still the best character. You a nigga? He's great, Dirty Mackin. <laughs> uh, did you recognize the Soprano reference in there, or the Soprano scene in there, the forthcoming Soprano scene? I mean, there was a lot of Soprano actors in it. Did you recognize the scene though? No. So Frank Vincent, Michael Imperioli, and Annabella Sciorra share a scene together when she's making dinner for them. All three of them were the Sopranos. Yeah. So okay. it's just like, oh yeah, we're having dinner together. It's like, hmm, he has to go to work together soon. This is he another. Just walked up this morning, and got themselves a gun. Shop. Okay. Here's another one. Sam Jackson, Frank Vincent, and Michael Imperioli uh, previously appeared in Goodfellas in 1990. And they all got killed by Joe Pesci. Yep. Yep. You read the same <laughs> Wikipedia page I was reading. Uh, Wesley Snipes and Teresa Randall previously uh, acted together in what movie? Wesley Snipes and Teresa Randall. Yeah. Not Sugar Hill. King of New York. Yes, they did. Yeah. Um, and they did go co-star together in Sugar Hill. Yeah. Three mem- three after, three superheroes. Who are the three superheroes? Blade, Catwoman. Who 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 played them though? Uh, Wesley Snipes. Played who? Blade. Mm-hmm. For those uh, who don't know, we gotta we gotta do this for people oh, that may not know. Oh gosh, y'all are youngins. <laughs> who else? Holly Berry as the bad Catwoman. You want low. I went low. She was also Storm. That's the more prominent one. You probably want to throw out there. Okay, fine. Halle Berry. Who saw? Fuck. She played. She played Storm like six times or some shit. Do three of them count? All of them count. Then none of them are good, but they all count. Okay. Okay. Um, and Sam Jackson played who? Nick Fury. Thank you. Uh, Sam Jackson and Halle Berry appeared together in Strictly Business and Losing Isaiah. You know, I was trying to remember where Sam Jackson was in Strictly Business. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember. He's he's a big character. It was 1991. Niggas been doing shit. Um, Wesley Snipes in Tyra Farrell. You know who that was, right? Who's Tyra Farrell? I'm gonna let you say it. That was the chick from the fucking like Orin or whatever. Really? Yeah. Oh, she was the. Uh, yeah. That was the best scene in the movie too. You know that's uh that was Doughboy and uh, fucking Ricky's mom. That's crazy. That's how the ages, right? No. Um. They appeared in a white man can't jump together. White man can't jump together. Um, 
Wesley Snipes and Phyllis Yvonne Stickney appeared in uh, New Jack City, which premiered three months before this film. Unlike the yep. film, they share no scenes together. Mm -hmm. And this is in the AFI 2002 list of 400 movies nominated for the top 100, 100 American greatest love story movies. That is wild. That's a wild. weird list. Yes, it is. So I have observations. And then we have scenes. Okay. And then we have questions. More questions, probably. Okay. I don't know if you had any more questions, or do you want to get the questions out of the way now? Well, you, well, because I've started asking already, some of them. Yeah, yeah, we already ranked the Spike movies for us, so. And we talked about the best cameos as yeah. well. All right, <laughs> I got a great ending for this episode, by the way. Okay. Uh, so first observation I'm going to throw out there, and you tell me, like, I don't know if you have any, but I'm gonna give you mine, and you tell me if they're legitimate observations. Okay. Good intro, bad song to start the movie off. Stevie, can we just give it Stevie? Yeah. That soundtrack. It's catchy. These three words. <laughs> Shit was saccharine, my guy. Let me just say, I forgot what the song title is. Not his best work. It was bad. And Spike is still very proud of but it. But he was coming off of a bad decade because apparently Stevie in the 80s wasn't great. No, it wasn't. Uh, Stevie set, like, Stevie 70s strong pinnacle inversions pinnacle songs of key of life pinnacle forgot the other out when you get the to the 80s Rocket Love in it, pretty much 80s on up it's not great it's hit or miss um <laughs> then you go right into 90s with jungle fever and you're it's, just like, it's prince he tried to be prince no, but he but he's prince in that your catalog was fire and then it went off a fucking cliff yeah well yeah, that's because name a post ninety five Stevie Wonder album. What was that one in two thousand two? The point I'm making right I here. <laughs> <laughs> I can name Invincible, and that's not a good part of Michael Jackson's catalog. Ooh. No. I got a hot take on that one day. It's not bad. It's, it's not, not bad. bad. Yeah, I don't, it's not. It's not the same as you know. But what is? It was yeah. the '80s. Yeah, you well, motherfuckers. That's the thing. I did, well, and we, Dangerous I was fire too, by the way. Dangerous. Thank you. That's Koo's favorite album. Thank you. Why do we don't don't get yourself stabbed? I'm sorry. All right, it's just Teddy Riley and Michael was just a great combo. You're just you're just being but, quiet. You know, I'm just yeah. Okay, second observation I have. No, do you, what else you had to say about Stevie? I'm sorry. Uh, that was it. I bet one of the like he was trying to sound like Prince in the '90s. Jungle. Some of his songs. The title song is catchy. It's not good, but it's catchy. Because you know what lyric I'm going to talk she about. She go white girl crazy. No, no, no. She, she, he's got white girl feet. It sounds like I'm actually singing a song, doesn't it? Yeah. And I'm not. I'm making up nonsense lyrics. <laughs> okay. Is this the peak of Wesley uh, fuck movies? Because we start off with him just getting in the goods. And the scene with him and Angie... Nah, I'm say. talking about immediate, nigga. I know, I know. And the girl, the daughter, mm -hmm. I heard you and mommy in there. I was yeah. like, shoot me. Yeah. I literally said shoot me. I was like, I'm having a fever dream right now. You mm -hmm. was banging on mom's guts. You was stirring her macaroni. I was like, ew, Ming, ew. Yeah, that, that was interesting. Like, and why was her name Ming? One of you motherfuckers Asian? Look, Spike has. He very, loves bad names. He does. He it's loves like, anachronistic names. It's like Tyler Perry with bad wigs. You just have to go with it. Is Wesley wearing a wig? Because his hair is looking thin at parts. Like, it might, like... He might be in the all-time Beijing club, but that's about it. I mean, it seemed... 
so you see the material that these the, the sound padding is made out of? That's what it seemed like. If I could take this off, then I'm just suddenly 90s Wesley Snipes. But that, you well, boxhead motherfucker. This is Nino. This is in the same peak time. I know, I know. But this will be his peak. Yeah, this is his peak fuck movie. Yeah, I mean, he's got a couple bitches. I mean, his love scene with Angie, I thought they actually were fucking. Okay, is that better than his fuck scene in fucking uh, Mobile Blues, though? Because you enjoy that scene a little too much. Because <laughs> no, he's a dirty nigga. <laughs> he, he was wild for that. Like, <laughs> hey, yo, I know he's supposed to have you on that stage right now, but... He's a grimy dude. Let me just tell you, in my bed, you be on that stage right now. But when he's, he's like, put the, it's like, it's like, it's like, put the, put him on the phone. Yes. Dude. <laughs> hey, yo, a shadow on him, begging your bitch out. What's he's good? Like, he's like <laughs> fucking her on the balcony, my nigga. I know. Also, is dark blue his favorite color? Because he's in Letterman jackets. He's wearing that Letterman jacket, like two of the three instances where he's yeah. with Gator. All right. Um. Yeah. Yeah. This is peak fuck movie for Wesley. So this is so initially like the way it was marketed. I, I remember a lot of way it was marketed, and that's why I wasn't really amped to watch it. It was just like, oh, she's white. I do, question. I understand that Italian people are white people or what have you, mm-hmm. but I look at them as Italian people, and I don't think I you can too. really sell it. I think I, they were trying to sell the ebony and ivory component of it. I actually do too. Even with the cover on the hands, because she Ew. looks paler. Yeah. She was definitely not Paige. Well, she was paging it up. Okay. Um, let's see. What was that reference? Wrestle reference a little too far. No, no, you good. Okay. Um, around the nine minute mark, there's a Morehouse sighting. Uh-huh. Who's who's doing a Morehousing? Who's housing it? Who's saying I'm a house Spike Lee is biking and he has the Morehouse hoodie on. He's biking in his like room or what have you. Go ahead. No, that's what I'm saying. That's it. Oh. That's it. He's wearing his Morehouse shit. Oh, shit. Wow. What, okay. You bugging out? Was he wow. good over there? Wow. Wow. Sorry. Um, Colorism is a big thing. I, I noticed that early before they literally said it. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, you motherfuckers are always going at I guess I wasn't light enough for you. I was like, she is. Okay, you know she's older than him, right? Yes. What, what are your thoughts about that? Because she's got a few nudity, a few titties out and shit. Especially later in the movie. Let's be for Let's be. Let's just keep it a bean with Spike. Spike has a Spike habit. loves titties. Spike loves titties. Sometimes like, his sisters too. Unfortunately. Well, did we, he not film that? We don't need to go. Did there. he not film that? He though? did film that. He filmed his sister Dwa's Dwa's titties because that's apparently how you pronounce her name. Um, okay, this is this is a great. This is a question I have for you. It's a personal question I have for you. Okay, you're gonna personal love this. Question. You're gonna love this. Okay, this happens at the Italian household. Okay, if you're fucking my sister, you better not be. Is this something that you said to a person? In real life? I would say that in real life. I would. I would. I would say that in real life. You know what I'm talking about, right? When Nicholas Tutorial comes in and take over for a date, he's like, "Look, you better be fucking my sister." <laughs> Right, she better still be a virgin. I like John Turturro in this movie. The more I'm thinking about it, he's great. He was great. He's yeah. actually the only like good Decent, person in yeah, the movie. Exactly. Um, I think I, I think the first scene that we get Ozzy, she's he's foreshadowing Flipper's infidelity, mm-hmm. which makes me think maybe you've done this before because you he cheated a little too easy. Yeah, and it's like yeah, I cheated on Drew. 
was like, nigga, you proud of this? Yeah. It was kind of like, yeah, got me a white bitch. I was like, you really are proud of this. Um, Can I also say, Ozzy Davis and Ruby D, was this their last film together? Well, mm. one of their last films together? No, I remember they did Crooklyn in 95. Oh, yeah. Were both of them in Crooklyn or was it just, um, no, both of them were in Crooklyn. Yeah, they were. Okay, yeah. No, oh, no, 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 no. Crooklyn is part of the uh, is part of the Spike Lee joint averse, and this is why because I think the scene I'm describing is in fucking do the right thing when he stops the girl from getting hit, and because she hates him, she's like always talking shit to Ozzy Davis character from the window. Oh, that's that was, in do that the right thing. Right thing, yeah. But I thought it was Crooklyn because they are in a, they look like they're in the same neighborhood. There is one more movie they were in together. You don't want to know that movie. Was it it's bad? a whole it's it's a hallmark. I won't watch that. No, no. It's about a Negro League baseball player that's found out by a white kid. Nah, I'm all set. Okay. Uh, I feel like there was some blackety-black dialogue when Wesley is talking to Angie. Yeah. It, he he goes yes. extra yes. with the blackety-black. Because <laughs> there's one scene later and he's like, yeah, I heard that you know, white dudes got like uh, frosted mini-wheat dicks. That's intentional. No, it is. Okay. But also, it is blackety-black dialogue. Yeah, that was, that's Spike for you. There's some bad writing in this movie, too. Way too much. Are we near? I, I, we we got a lot. Okay. Um, did this movie? Did this movie get shit because of the racial dialogue? I think th- is that mm. why it got? Because I didn't think it was financially successful for the amount of shit that it got in terms of like. But I think that was Spike in the nineties. Yeah, people just black, took shots. Black people support Spike. Yeah. Uh, that's, I think that's why like 30 year, 30 plus years into his career he finally gets acknowledgement for fucking Oscars or what have you I don't think that was because of that I still think do the right thing got fucked over but, uh, but, I, but think about it though that yeah. would be like 30 years <laughs> that's why when he said that was about his divorce I always thought there was more to it than just the divorce I feel like this was a lot of a fuck you kind of movie it is but also you know, you know Spike's a Pisces right Cause he, he and my girl share the same birthday, and uh, uh, they uh, they they carry grudge sometimes. Yeah. Cause you remember he never worked with his dad again after, mm-hmm. and his dad did his best scoring. If you want to be honest about it, cause that uh, that um, she's got a habit soundtrack. Mm-hmm. And then you get this, ding, 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 ding. and it's playing prominently. Yeah. Ugh. It's a it's in there a lot. Stevie Wonder's worst work. Now. I want to try to. I want to slow it. Will Drake sample it? No. <laughs> uh, he should have said it with a certified lover boy. That would have been perfect. Th- this, is this another example of Wesley's dirty macking? This is a question specifically for you because you're the only person that really can answer it, I think. Okay. This, this, this movie, if, if him talking to Angie, is that just low level black guy Wesley dirty macking? Actually, the way he talked to her, yes. And I'll tell you why. Go ahead because I agree. He was trying to make her curious into the black person. Yes! And he was finessing it in a way. They were working so fucking late. Yeah. It's like, yeah, baby, you want some pizza or something? Mm -hmm. I got a wife. Yeah. I ain't going to do that. That's like, this has moved really quickly. And you know how uppity tighty he felt when he was talking about his wife in the beginning? And then he was like, yeah, I got a wife. And then it's like it broke down. It's like, so why much. is your zipper opening though? Yeah, it's like, <laughs> yeah, I, I got a white piece of shit. Don't wonder about it. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Shit, what is wrong? With you? <laughs> so I, I got another one for you. Another um, Spike uh, signature. Okay. The thirty-six minute mark. Public enemy. I got nothing for you, man. He loves his public enemy. And stop. So that was. So who was rolling up when that when that song was playing? 
That wasn't Bill Nye, was it? It was Nicholas. Bill Nye was not in this movie. It was Nicholas Totoro and Debbie Mazon. She was like, turn that shit off. Oh, shit. Yeah. Because he had the wild nigger haircut with the parts in it and shit. It's like, you hate black people, but you are appropriating, you motherfucker, you. I like Debbie Mazon in this movie. Of course you do. She, no, I meant not in that way, but I like the character. I like the scene where Angie and them are talking. She's talking to her friends, and she's like, hold on, hold on. You know, if that's what you like, go ahead with it. I don't agree with it, but go ahead. And the other friend sucked. She was like, I, I, can't, I just find this disgusting. You, I find this very disgusting. I don't know how you could. There's perfectly fine white men out there. They're not. Um, <laughs> next, next, next observation I have. This is. I think almost everything I have is a question mark. Okay. Uh, wine negotiations. <laughs> He's like, I just feel like it's time for me. This nigga came in there with a swollen dick. He was like, yeah. yeah, you know, I got a white bitch now. I think it's time for me to move up. That was his energy. Mm-hmm. Well, obviously you don't appreciate me, so here's my letter of resignation. Yes. <laughs> Wallen. And Tim Robbins was like, fine, leave. I don't give a shit. <laughs> and then Chucky is like chasing him. <laughs> with a knife. Yeah, with a pen. <laughs> don't with whiteout rather. Let's play. Right. <laughs> did did oh my god. So this is you you know what I mean when I say this? Mm-hmm. Did Tim Robbins throw out there your black egos in the way? He's like, Yeah, you just had so much ego now. You know what's funny about that? He there's a lot of movies that I think about with Spike when he has that authoritative white character. No, but think about the words that I said and who it's coming from. I know, Tim Robbins. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But like, his think white about characters. who's heard this as well. Uh, yeah, he just, your ego is just so big. That is a white guy move when it comes uh, to uppity niggas. That's a way of saying it. Yeah, that's t- saying, you know, hey, you know, you probably got more things going for you than I do, mm-hmm. but I need you, so I'm going to need you to, like, Put your ego to the side. In due time. Yeah. In due time. Mm-hmm. He said, like, I built this shit with y'all. Yeah, it's, what is it, mass and cornhole or whatever? He's like, I designed that shit. Mine, mine. He you was being me. so black. Can you, like, no, like because of the recasting idea with Denzel, can you imagine Denzel doing that scene? And yes, because I, because I just watched fucking Training Day. Oh, shit. He's like, you shot me in the ass. <laughs> I, I'm going to take you to the boot house. Man, suck my dick. That's how it starts. Everything that he said in the movie was hilarious. If you're getting that, Denzel, yes. Okay. <laughs> you just need him be turned up. But this is 90s. Denzel's not. Denzel's still stoic 90s. But he's still. Um, like you had that mystique. Like he's still like the serious actor. Yeah. But also, this is around the time Wilson ain't too. He could have been Detroit Red, which would have been in that same timeline. Okay. He, he had some niggery things that was happening. Okay. Um. The movie title was said when Gator rolls up. It's like, man. Now, question. Have you heard of the term jungle fever outside of the context of this movie before? Yes, by my parents. Was it before this movie? Well, you weren't alive before this movie. I wasn't alive before this movie, so. But what I'm getting at is I feel like Spike coined a phrase and it became part of the lexicon. I can see that. Because he explained it. And then I was like, I don't know if that's a real thing. Uh, I mean, it probably been in black exploitation films. I'm gonna look this up. Keep talking. Like, hey, you got a case of that jungle fever, your job, Turkey? Stop, stop. <laughs> that wasn't good. That was not your best work. That was your Stevie Wonder right there. Oh god, damn it. I'm gonna look at Urban Dictionary, jungle fever. So, what do you think about the um, the poster though? The like the poster for the movie, like with the hands and the locking, hands, and yeah, it was weird, but. 
I guess I could get my complaint off the film. Well, yeah, do it. I thought they focused too much on <clears throat> the A plot was boring. <laughs> I'm gonna be just completely honest. Jungle fever means malaria, by the way. I take the B plot and I guess the D- we're going to call Sam Jackson the D plot because I think John Turturro's love story was nice. I thought Sam Jackson's Gator story is probably the thing that really saved this film from being a complete disaster. Let me let me let me go back. So Jungle Fever has two definitions in Wikipedia currently. Okay. First one: any type of subtropical diseases, especially malaria. Two. Uh, ethnic or slur attraction of a person or non-sub-Saharan African descent towards people of sub-Saharan African descent. The Asiatic black man. <laughs> That's very specific there, Spike. He he appropriated something. Is kind of what that is. Yeah, the poster was weird. The more thing. Interlacting fingers. Yeah. It, it, I think Spike was trolling, and I think it's kind of what you had said about like this is kind of the drug movie. Yeah. How many drugs did you take before you got here? You None. took Benadryl? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Took him Bill and Drilly. Oh shit. That's not yeah. good. Uh <laughs> shit. I feel like speaking of the drug portion, I feel like this was because this was around the time New Jack City, King of New York, mm-hmm. all these films came out. I feel like in order for him to get the budget he got. Fourteen they, is not a lot, but yes. Yeah, but you had to consider the times is like Hey, we're going to give you this movie for an interracial relationship movie. We're going to give you this money for an interracial movie, but also you did do. I think people who are in the know mm-hmm. knew without the like, because there was a lot of critics that said some white bullshit mm-hmm. about do the right thing. Yeah, but do the right thing was an achievement. Yeah, that it didn't get its due for. Mm-hmm. So you got to add that into that too. Like he can go in and say, "Look, I need ten. It's like, well, no, I need fourteen. We'll give you ten mm-hmm. if you work this in it. We'll give then you we'll four. give you the four. And that's why I think the drug portion was. Unfortunately, because he felt like a different movie with the drug it, stuff. Oh my! It was like a whole different film. And the funny part is, one of my actually three of my favorite scenes came because of the. Can, can the I drug. say? Can I say my thing real quick? Okay. You know I'll do it. <laughs> you know I do. It. I like getting high. <laughs> His shit. Ten on ten. You know that's, what? Twelve on ten. It's. It's like. Everything that he was saying mm-hmm. to this is this is a little inside baseball. Everything that he said to Holly Berry, I don't give a fuck about your ass. It, it sounds like some shit my dad has said. I was like, oh. he would have been a great manager for a wrestler. I, yes, I like how this is. I think this gets to your scene, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, with uh, Queen Latifah. I like how he's just casually taking a side bitch out. That's what I was saying. I was like, <laughs> like out nigga, of all places you would go. You're tight. Yeah. Because this is put be, um, before or after. This, yeah, he comes back from dinner to mm-hmm. find his shit being thrown out. Mm-hmm. Somebody else could have seen it. How are you going to, like, now granted, we know that fucking uh, Cyrus yeah. told his wife. And it's like, you're stupid. Women talk. They're friends. Yeah. You're stupid. Well, Cyrus... So Spike Lee always play a dumbass character. I would have never like I tell I you this. I would not be friends with Spike if Lee. If I was out here dirty macking, yeah. I would not tell you. Of course not. Well I wouldn't tell you. Am I your Spike? I can't be. You're Cyrus. Spike. Yes. I'm not Cyrus. You're giant. There's no way I'm giant. I'm more shadowed than giant. Don't be unlight skinned now. 
<laughs> I'm not giant. You're definitely giant. I'm not the gambling addiction <laughs> idiot. The one that I think you're capable of getting yourself in, in over your head in some bullshit. I can do that. It I'm, may not be gambling per se. It might be OnlyFans. Oh shit! I got. Yeah, I bought some OnlyFans stock, man. I'm kind of. I lost my shirt here. Like, hmm, how much do you owe? I don't know. A lot of Bitcoin. I don't know about that. <laughs> uh, so, uh, in a, this is an observation I thought was funny. Okay. This was the same year as uh, New Jack City, right? Yes, it is. I feel like in a, in a certain universe, he's Nino Brown. <laughs> that flipper's actually just Nino Brown. You know, that could be the reason he turned into Nino Brown. Yes. He got kicked out. Yeah. He goes back to the same place. He's with his new chick. This is great. He's just Nino Brown. Yep. This is how I know all the law shit, because I'm a lawyer. And then he saw the last scene, and he was like, you know what? Nah, I'm going to go back to my wife. <laughs> <laughs> I can make a profit. Now, this is... Now, question, has this changed, or is it still the same, or would it be done differently now? The no good black men conversation. I think it would be hand-fisted a lot more now. I think the conversation hasn't changed. You said it hasn't changed? I don't think it's changed at all. I don't think it's changed, but I will say it would have been hand-fisted a lot more. They, would, they wouldn't be able to throw the gay thing in there. It's like either he's gay or something like that. It's like, mm-mm, can't, can't put that in there. Yeah, you can't, <laughs> you can't take that. that out of there. <laughs> it like way to text that was conversation about, man. And that's what, five years after this or so. Know, yeah. So it's like we, we're we not talking about it, but the sentiment in real life with these this ilk, because if you look at it, you're almost 30. They're probably around that same age. Because yeah. I think, like, Wesley was 29 in this movie, right? Jesus Christ. So yeah. they're about our age. Well, your age. I'm old. Um, Not that older. But I feel like this is a conversation that happens. Yeah. Like, even now. Yeah, it does. I think in terms of what film we're talking about, like, in terms of films and that, I think it would have been ham-fisted a lot more. I think the gay part would have been taken out. I think it would be in a show. Probably is. I think Probably it would pop Tyler up in Perry a show. show somewhere. Not even Tyler Perry. I think it would pop up in like a Dear White People or something. Don't get me started on that. Because I think they're, they're trying to appeal for a certain audience. I think they would like, yeah, we were influenced by Spike. Speaking of Dear White People, I'm, I'm going to just say I've this. I've never watched it. I'm going to just say this because somebody wrote this on Twitter one time Spin and I it. saw it and I laughed Spin my it. ass off. Dear White People is for black people who have white partners. I've heard this. Yeah. It's, it's accurate. It's accurate. <laughs> it's, um, I was like, speaking of Jungle Fever. <laughs> I want to talk about the I think that's a little bit later. Um, yeah, it's like uh, Wesley's Tills jacket is fucking wild. Wesley's outfits in this film were <laughs> he, he's a nasty nigga. It was <laughs> the, the the one the one understated joint. Um, I think when he goes there with the flowers to see Drew, and I was like, mm-hmm. okay, that's fire. Yeah, but everything else, he's just like, you sure? <laughs> I mean, are you what playing is Wesley's prime fashion film? Are is you, it New Jack City? Yes. Okay. That's I remember, depressing. I remember they joked about it on like the rewatchables about Major League. He's like, nigga, I got all the clothes. <laughs> He's like, wardrobe, I need wardrobe. I have to take this from home. <laughs> Matching fedora and everything. Mm. Um, there was some specifically bad acting at the Bloomingdale scene mm. with Drew, Drew and him. It's like, yeah. I was like, oh, this is bad. This was not Wesley's best work. No. No. Um, now, this is a question. You're going to love this. Hmm. Is the word tired the most powerful 90s insult? Because remember when he's leaving, it's like Gail's, you know, Drew's like, you're just tired. I, tired I, and played out, yeah. Yeah. Tired and played out. Yeah. He played out. 
Same thing. I mean, tired still hits me as a black man. Tired ass. Like when someone was, I remember someone was like, man, Usher's just tired. I was like, damn, that hurts me a little bit. <laughs> I mean, that's like, damn, baby, why I gotta be tired? Because Wash didn't come in yet. Yeah, you know, Wash wasn't there yet. Yeah. But Wash is different. Wash is kind of funny. You can call yourself Wash. Yeah. You, you call can. yourself tired? Mm-mm. No, you can't do that. It's too self-deprecating. I'm a tired-ass nigga. You can't do that. I'm like, Greg, you okay, man? They're like, nah, yo, I'm tired. You want to go to the arcade, man? I'm played out, man. Want to strip club, man? Nah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, so Lou, Lou, Lou. Who is Lou? Oh, Lou is the dad. Lou is, um, that is John Totoro's dad. dad. Yep. Was he spitting straight facts about what, a marriage or what? Because he got flipped later. Nah. I'm going to say no, but I'm going to say maybe. And this is why. Got to look at what angle he's coming from, too. What angle, the age, all of that different stuff. But I'll put it this way. It's it's what he's buying. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. this is what I want from the person or what have you. And if the person's Mm -hmm. down to do that, that should be the thing. And obviously, he's not gotten over her. Yeah, of course. So it's like, if you want somebody to love you, it's like, are you being reasonable in providing what that person wants? Mm-hmm. And if that person wants you to be an indentured servant, then do you want to be an indentured servant? Yeah, you got also it's his time era. No, that's a big yeah. piece of it. That's a big piece of it. Yeah. But I think it's transferable to whatever the person looks for. So if like you're, if you're into like having somebody spitting your ass with butter, mm-hmm. and you're like, I don't know if I really want to do that. If you were into someone spitting margarine into your crevasse, and you met a chick that was into that, and then she died. You would be, be like heartbroken, yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Give a nigga what he wants. <laughs> Butter spitting up the butt. Golly. Slippery. No margarine. You're not gonna shit right for months. That would be disturbing. Slippery. Ugh. Buttery. Um Okay. Lambo. Uh, the next thing that I have is the assault on Angie is terrible to watch. That's one of the scenes I think he would have took out. He beat the shit out of her. You fucking a nigga. I I I, I I stopped watching the movie because it, it does drag a little bit in certain spots. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when that came, I was like, oh, God, this is not good. Yeah. But they didn't, they kind of foreshadowed it. It's like, did your father know? That means one of your bitch-ass friends told him. You already know which one. Well, yeah. Yeah. But then comes there to help, though. Mm-hmm. Fuck her. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Fucking dick. I will say this. Stevie's songs get better as the movie goes on. <laughs> But they're not good. They move from being a C to a C plus. Who was that one song? And I'm forgetting what scene it was. It was a, I think it was the scene where Aunt, um, Andrew was talking to our friends. Mm-hmm. I think that was the scene where I was like, that's probably the best song on the soundtrack. I think, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, like, was it Girl in Black? Something? I don't so at one point, I thought that Gator and Vivian broke up. But then they back together, smoking crack. Mm-hmm. Cause you know that's what that's the tie that bond. I yeah. suck your dick, daddy. <laughs> Five dollars. I, like, oh. um, I have a great place. Okay. Do you want to visit Willacoochee, Georgia? Here Will- we go with Willacoochee. Out of all the names, Willacoochee, Georgia. And he pre- he he said poon thing. He said so many words about pussy in this mm-hmm. diatribe. Is that the one you were referencing? Yep. Yeah. Called her a whoremonger. No, he called him a whoremonger. Yeah. Uh, I don't eat dinner with whoremongers. I was like, you're a piece of shit. Yeah. It was um, great. Ozzy Davis was great in this movie. I remember my dad gave me a piece of advice like that. He's like, don't bring the other white meat home. Yeah. So I was like, so you're telling me to not bring pork home? 
or he's like, no, white women. I was like, oh, yeah, shit. Sorry. I'm going to if I want to. You know what other media, well. Spin it. You know what other media reference, Willa Coochie, Georgia? What? Steve Harvey show. Is that a real place, though? Uh, I think it is. I feel like he's. I Cedric, think, the, Cedric the Entertainer and his character came from Willa Coochie. I'm typing Willa Coochie, Georgia. I just typed it in. Yep. It is a real place. Yep. The population is 1,400. That's I It's a say. small, blackety-ass place. You know what? We should see how much it's worth, and we should, should buy Should we it. go to Willa Coochie? Yes. There has to be a wrestling show there. <laughs> there has to be a wrestling show there. All right, last couple observations I have. Okay. I feel like the movie really is a play. Because act that's that could kind of cover why the acting is so bad in some pot, some spots. I can see where you're going at with that because you could break down this movie in acts. Uh yes. Yeah. And but that's a lot of spike movies. But but I think that's the thing, yeah. And even the scene when they're walking and talking, mm-hmm. it's they didn't really go anywhere. Yeah. And that's a spike shot too, by the way. Mm-hmm. Always from a filmmaking standpoint. Um, the crack house is the unemployment office to me. It is so fucking packed. It's terrible. Can we talk about that? Please. That's one of the greatest scenes yeah. ever created by Spike Lee. Within the city in the background, as you're seeing everything going by. Who are you in this movie? Are you Cyrus? Did you already said no? I don't want to be Cyrus. I'm the drug dealer that was outside of the crack house. I'm definitely not Gator. I'm definitely not Flipper. I might be Flipper. You're not Flipper. I'm not Flipper. You can't be Wesley. You're trying your damnedest to be a dark-skinned dude. It's not going to work. Oh, damn it. John Carlos Bazito is barely in this movie. I think he has a cameo that we that's uncredited. You might be Ozzy Davis. I might be. No. Yeah. 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 You'll blick a nigga off. Yeah. You Also, Shout to Ruby D's acting in the kitchen was terrible. Oh, the When yes, she's listening. I, oh, my God. She, was, she wasn't good in this movie. I will disagree with you. I and did I'll tell you not why. like her. It was too. It was because I think if you view it as a play, mm-hmm. her acting works as a play. But if you're saying this is earnestly a movie, she's emoting a little too much. Even when Gator dies, it's like the emoting is uh, See, that is was graining. My that was my favorite scene of hers. Is when Gator dies. It's graining. She is shrieking, and I get it. Your kid is dead. I understand yeah. that, mm-hmm. but it goes. Like, Ozzy is pretty much the same level the entire time, even when yeah. he's doing, whereas hers is unbalanced. But I think another piece about it is, but you gotta think I of think it. she's she's off, too. Yeah, I was about to say, you got to think of it this way. You have a controlling husband. Your son is having an affair, and your son's cheating on his wife, which is still a thing in that family that's breaking the tradition. And he's having an affair with a white woman, which makes But even him... before he knew about it, he oh. was a dick to him. Yeah. He, like, Ozzy was a dick to Wesley. Ozzy was a dick to, well... Well, Gator is Gator. Yeah. yeah. And he got to think his other... And his TV's gone, so he can't watch yeah. the Mets. Exactly. They <laughs> lost that goddamn... I smoked it up, mama. I was like, this motherfucker. <laughs> he took the TV and left. So fucking great in that movie. Um, this is an anti-drug commercial. Um, also, there was a weird um, cartoon transition after Angie leaves Flipper. They do that pan and circle thing. I was like, "The fuck is this?" Are you at, are you near the ending? That's it. That's all I have. You, you have nothing on the ending. That ending we can scene? talk about. That. I was going to leave it to you because it's bad. No. So was that supposed to be his daughter? Because he freaked out earlier. Yeah. 
That's stupid. That was foreshadow. It was bad. It was bad foreshadow. It's it's bad because it totally goes away from what you've seen in the entire movie. Mm-hmm. Because you almost think like none of this happened then. Well, I take it as also the reconciliation wasn't good either. No, it wasn't. She's just crying. I was like, are you are you fucking on why she's crying? Like this is ill. What are you doing? These three words. <laughs> <laughs> that was the energy that was going on there. Stevie really should. These three strokes. <laughs> Shit. So I took it as a possibility of what happens because yeah, I also remember in the beginning of the movie she what she hears everything that's going on. And she's smiling when they're back in the same room, by the way. That like, was in, very in the creepy. Yeah. I don't like kids knowing about shit. Like yeah. you know a lot of shit, but you don't know no shit. Mm-hmm. And I guess he looked at it. I guess how I took it, and this is probably a very loose interpretation of what's going on. Interpretation to interpretation. I mean, you had the drug epidemic going on, and you see a broken family. Yeah, I guess if he leaves, because she's a young prostitute, um, if he leaves, if he's not around. But it was no signs before this that, like, put it this way. Remember the scene when he drops her off and he walks her to school, Mm -hmm. and he's not talking to her? Yeah. And she kind of just hanging out for a second? If she wants somewhere else then maybe, maybe you can go with, I'm a little concerned about our daughter not having someone there. But she's not in the movie enough in terms of, you just see her having post-coital titty laugh, I mean, Mm -hmm. laughs and fucking uh, post-breakfast. I don't really like oatmeal. Yes. That's about it. I hate child actors, I'll put it that way. Mm. There's a few things I would have fixed in this film. I guess. I would have, go ahead, please. Um, I think what the drug part, I think it would have been better if one of the white people in the film were on drugs also. I think it was kind of too hand-fisted. Like, granted, Sam was great. If it was Nicholas Totoro and he was like a wild cokehead, I would have been fine with it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. 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 Like, if he was hitting, like, if you're going to make a drug eat, like a... Fucking PSA. PSA, and you're going to make it interracial, I think you would have to put in the fact mm-hmm. that drugs... God damn it, I'm about but, to quote but, Judd Nelson. But, but white people were played, it's not a black thing, it's not a white thing, yeah. it's a death thing. God damn it, Judd Nelson. It, it, I think in some ways the it's a juxtaposition in there where the white folk in there is played almost like black. In yeah. that, oh, well, she's only a temp. Oh, she probably doesn't have a degree or anything along those lines. Mm-hmm. And there's opulent black, the black folk in it. Because here's the thing. Out of all the black people that you see, with the exception of Gator and that, those those desidens or what have you, right? Mm-hmm. What is your average job? He's Marketing. a, you, you, you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like Wesley's a, like they say he's a lawyer, but he work, he's like a lawyer for an architecture firm. Mm-hmm. And Spike is not like a bullshit teacher. Yeah. So it's like, yo, and what, what does Drew do? She's a buyer for Bloomingdale's. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. It's no bullshit jobs. So that shit is sorted out. Who's watching y'all kid? Why y'all there dicking around and blooming it up? Gator. <laughs> oh, I, I guess it's Spike's wife. Yeah. Who? That's who, even more. She, she's therapeutic. fine, by the way. Well, she is, but that's even more therapeutic considering the fact she knows too much. The six inches. No, that's terrible. All right. Uh, okay. Favorite scenes. Favorite scenes. Um, <laughs> I like getting the, the introduction. Every pretty much everything with Gator is great. Yes. Um, he he's the for as much as I didn't like Ruby's performance in his death scene. Mm-hmm. Go. 
come pray for you, my son. Father, I stretch my hands to thee. Um, him and Ozzy Davis made it work really well. Perfect. It was perfect. Um, that's and one of my he's like, I got a new scene for you. <laughs> I got a new dance for you. And I was mm-hmm. like, it's like he's gonna fucking shoot oh, you. Gators lights dance. Um, the just some of Wesley's dirty macking, mainly the one I guess they were at a carnival or something. Yeah, I was like, that no, wasn't a carnival. It was maybe a night market or some shit. Yes, I know you're talking. I was about. like, mm-hmm. you just talked about racial difference. Yeah, I heard that black guys don't go down on women. That's a lie. <laughs> Like you nasty nigga. I know. He knew exactly what he was doing. The um the girl talk scene, that, that works really well. Just yeah. it, it's effective. The crack house is effective. Um, what do you have? So Gator's last dance is on my list. Um when Gator first meet Angela. And see me myself personally, I would have opted for some money and shit. You know what I'm saying? But I got to give you some doubt. She looks Good. Oh, he's super niggery. He's like, you got a white woman. <laughs> and she got money, money. <laughs> he's like, no. Yeah. He's like, She's a secretary. <laughs> Man, this bitch ain't shit. <laughs> I was just like, why was he just ninja ninja, by the way? He's just great. He was ninja ninja from fucking Afro Samurai. <laughs> I was like, can you be less? Oh, my God. I just need a gator spinoff. In the universe of the corner, though. Better crack. Okay. In the Better cr- crackhead bubbles. On. <laughs> okay. So we have a crack. We should We should definitely do that. A crack off? Yeah. No, a crackhead bracket. Like a. What we that, that's, that's low rent. Like a Final Four crackhead. Yeah. Like, who would win between Gator and Pookie? That's just. Whew. See, I think Gator is more menacing than Pookie. Okay. So Gator wins. Okay. Gator is gonna fucking kill Pookie and suck the crack out of his blood. Okay. Well, I'll I'll take it I'll take it a little bit further. Who is the most person you felt more sympathetic to? Gator Pookie. Or Pookie. Okay. Pookie. Because okay. Pookie's young. Yeah, Pookie. Yeah. And he got fucking shot, which you know, as we've learned from New <laughs> New Jack City, you know, uh, fake dreads. Okay, I'm gonna shoot you so bad, my dick is hard. Oh my god. You see my face acting with that? Can I also say one thing, even though this is about New Jack City? Yeah. Who thought it would be a good idea to put a crackhead back in a crack house? Don't ask that question again. Okay. It's a 30 year old question that we don't need answered. Okay, fine. Sorry. I mean, RIP to Melbourne. Like, can you Melbourne imagine Melbourne Peoples? <laughs> Melbourne Peoples. Can you imagine Gator being put in a crack house for an undercover sting? They, he would be dancing the whole day. It's like, this nigga's high. It's like, yeah. no, actually, he's not. Because <laughs> that's what, like, when he's fucking, when Gator's not dancing, it's yeah. like, no, he's high. Like, yeah, he is. He's, he's just Hey, high. motherfucker, you got the Nets game plan? Yo. He, he is. Look, I really hate having to resort to knocking elderly people in the head for their money. But I'll do it. I'll do it. You know I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. You know I'll do it. I like getting high. Uh, I'm a. I, yo, the weight. Like, whatever. It, the, the Sam Jackson stare is a thing that's not appreciated in movies because mm-hmm. I think it was formed in this movie. When he looks at his dad before he gets shot, he's like, I got a new step to show you, and you see the crack in his eye. Yeah. That was a good you only got $20. I just gave you 100 That's just gone, Mama. I smoked it. <laughs> see, I might I might be auditioning okay. for a crackhead so, role. So, Queen Latifah's scene. 
I can't even believe you brought her stringy hair ass up here to eat. Oh, let me tell you something. First of all, Miss Al Sharpton, you, you don't have, your, it's not your business you who your I bring in here. Else, okay? It's not your business. You are a waitress. Your job is to wait. You like that scene. I man. love that scene. Of course you did. It's over the top, but it's fine. Because it was like, Wesley's so uptight. But Wesley's not wrong. It's like, where's your manager? And like, are you going to do me like, you bitch, you talking out of turn. We even hit 30 minutes. Uh-huh. He's not wrong. He's not wrong, no. But he is Quinn, wrong at the same time. Yeah, Quinn, she was like, you know you fucked up. You almost waiting for him to do the Lawrence Fishburne line from um, uh, Boys in the Hood. Uh-huh. It's like, yeah, something wrong here, brother? Yeah, too bad you don't know. <laughs> I, I wanted her to say that like, yeah, we got a problem? Yeah. Too bad you don't know what it she is. She was just way too subtle. Over the top. Subtlety was not a spike. Her fucking hat. Her fucking koofy or whatever. It's like first. Her doobie rap or whatever. Yeah. Oh, hail to the queen. Whenever I see the, the trailer for The Equalizer, mm-hmm. I have a fake song that's not not the song for the move for the show. Well, you're messing with the queen. <laughs> oh, God. Because it's so many cuts. It's more cuts in and her then, fight scenes. And then taking three? Than in a WWE match. Oh my God. So Kevin Dunn is producing. It's just unholstered titties throwing punches. And it's like, yeah, I'm equalizing this. That show's still on air? It got renewed for a second season. Jesus fuck. Um, Me and the girl face watch. I was like, proof, you can be over 50 and still succeed. (laughs) And she's just like, she's like, what the fuck is this? She's like, are you actually going to watch this? I was like, yeah. I watched until the the, uh, intro started. Oh Lord. Uh, I muted it and started playing my fake song. Okay. Yeah. These three words. Mm, I love you. <laughs> wow. My other scenes is the dinner scene where Ozzy Davis just goes. Well, the diatribe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's a wild nigga. Then. You think I don't understand about the white woman committing black adultery? But I do. Now, Daddy, no sermons, please. You see, there was a lot of lynchings down in Willacoochee, Georgia, where I come from. And I think what was my last scene? Actually, I think they only had four. If you can just exclude Ruby D from that scene. One scene she has to go. That would probably be it. Because it's it's I liked her doing the last It's good scene. times is what she's doing. She's j- damn damn she's doing that. Yeah, she and did. I was just like, I'm a little I'm a little set right there. I think Spike told her to do that. Probably. Have you ever been in a situation where you're 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 introducing some chick you're dating um, to like the family and it's gotten really uncomfortable because they're speaking out of turn? Yeah. And it, as she said, you invited them, which was fucking. Good. That was what she saved it with. Yeah. Because that's a mom. That's a mom mm-hmm. move, right? Like yeah. nigga. Like you, yeah, I wanted to say fuck you to his face. Yeah. <laughs> that was his energy. I actually got into an argument with the girl, with my parents. Oh, you chose the family. <laughs> Yeah. Well, no. I ain't, well, what happened was chose we were the talking family. and we got into an argument, and then I just threw something on the ground because I was heated, huh. and we ain't say nothing for the whole time. Was like, it dinner? Did you threw dinner on the ground because you were no, heated. Oh, no, I threw a remote. Huh. It was a remote because she was trying to watch something, and I was trying to watch something, and I was like, "Oh, go ahead, and watch it," and then she was like, "No, go ahead," and she threw it at me. Then I threw it back. Was it Jungle Fever? It was not Jungle Fever. All right. Uh, I don't f- know if I can bring a white home person to my. You're family. a white person. Fuck you. One. Two, that was me. These three words. <laughs> I'm going to find the song. Those five words, to. actually. You just look up the soundtrack. I am. I'm about to do that right do, do, now. Do, 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 do. Living in the city. <laughs> that was another one of the songs I was playing. Oh. All right. So that's all I got. Uh, I Greg, loved In the City. Where do you um, rank this as far as... No, not, not rank. We already did that. Um, where... Um, 
how like this is my first time watching it, right? Mm-hmm. So how how many times have you watched it? How often have you watched it? And you know, like where's it rank at in terms of watchability for you? So that actually was one of the questions I was gonna ask you. Okay. How the fuck did you watch this movie? Um so I got through all but twenty minutes of it in the initial run. Okay. And I had to do a podcast and I came back and watched the last twenty and I was like, something better get resolved here. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, this is kinda ends. This nigga does not care about his brother being murdered by his father. I was like, huh? No! I was like, what the fuck is that? They did not stick the landing. They ran out of runway. My barber plays this almost every day when I'm at Before his I stopped drinking water when you said every day, by the way. Almost every time I'm in that shop, he plays one of those movies. So I've seen it at least once a month. Maybe he's gone through some stuff. I think so, but that barbershop closed down, so he's gone. So it's juggle fever. Question: do, what, do, do, what, do, were, do, do. what were these three words, by the way? What were the three words? Three words for the song, the Steve Wonder song. What's these the th- three. Words. What were the three words that he was referencing? I love you. I'm gonna say a white girl. So for Greg, I'm Rob Lee, and we just knocked out a review of Jungle Fever. Uh, check us out on all the platforms. And the Prince song was cool. Queen in Black. Queen in the Black. I, I, I don't know what that means. It No, Stevie Wonder has a... I was telling you, Stevie Wonder has a song that sounds like Prince. Uh-huh. It was called Queen in the Black. I had a really good rap up there, too, by the way. Oh, I'm so sorry. <sighs> I'm just... That was a smug sip right there. I know. So, for uh, Greg, I'm Rob Lee. Um, check us out on all of the platforms. Uh, that's Let's Watch It Again, movie reviews, and all of that good stuff. So, Greg, thank you again, sir. Was that, was that a white guy bow? You can speak into the mic. Talk to the mic. I didn't want to. Say Nanu Nanu or something. I didn't want to step on you. So, thank you. You're a dick. <laughs> for the white guy, Greg, <laughs> I'm Rob Lee saying... Uh, you know, what the, you know what I want to say? I want to wrap it up. You're going you to appreciate this. I have to find a note. And I'll make sure I get it right. Peace. Two fingers. Cause I got my girl at this.